fellow sleuths. I'm Kathy. And I'm Michael. You are listening to A Southern Sleuth. Listeners, I want to warn you that this episode involves the accidental death of a child. So if you do not want to listen to this episode, go ahead and skip it. This one is very difficult for me because my youngest son and the victim in this story were the same age. But I think stories like this need to be shared because it might cause someone to think twice about being careless. This episode is being released on July 4th because that's the day that the crime took place. It was an accident, but that doesn't make it any less permanent. His parents will never see him grow up. They will never see him graduate from high school. He will never have his first kiss, his first car, his first child. A careless moment robbed him of all of this. He will forever be seven years old. This is a story of Brendan Mackey, a little boy that loved golf and SpongeBob SquarePants. He was going to be in the third grade when school started back. He was a happy kid and loved to make people laugh. On July 4th, 2013, Brendan Mackey was excited to be going to see the fireworks show. The weather was beautiful, and many people were making their way to Sunday Park in the Brander Mill community of Midlothian, Virginia. He was walking just behind his dad and his aunt when suddenly he fell. His dad thought he had tripped, but quickly realized it was more serious. He was bloody and unconscious. A nearby nurse saw the boy go down and immediately ran to help. She did CPR until EMS arrived. Brendan was taken to the hospital where it was determined he had been hit by a bullet. Brendan did not survive. Boy, these aren't getting any easier. I'm going to need a therapist myself. (laughs) I I can personally relate to the, uh, you know, not necessarily the unsolved portion but um, gun violence I've had several instances close to my family and I might talk about that at some point but um, so yeah this one will be tough for me but especially sad when it's a young child and so random you know That's, that's the really hard part of that the randomness of it. Yeah, it touched a lot of people, really affected the community, and they came together to raise money for Brendan's funeral services. I'm going to read a little bit of his obituary. Um, Brendan Keith Mackey, 7, of Chester, passed away on Friday, July 5th, 2013. He loved to play video games. Brendan was a second grade student at Hopkins Elementary. It goes on to list his survivors, mother, father, 
sister, brother, grandparents, uncles, aunts, cousins, and friends. A funeral service was held at Brander Mill Church at Sunday Park within feet of where Brendan was struck down. Police pretty quickly determined that this was celebratory gunfire. The bullet was a 40 caliber shot from a semi-automatic pistol. It came from above straight down into Brendan's skull. Investigators say the shot could have come from as far away as 7,100 feet. They went into action trying to find out where the bullet came from, but it wasn't an easy task. Police knocked on over 600 doors asking people if they heard or saw anything. Weapons were collected, but no one was charged, and with each passing year, it seems less likely that anyone will be. Yeah, this is extremely tough. I can't even imagine being the parents, first of all. Um, I mean, that right there is unreal. Um, And then the task of trying to figure out I think that's a suburb of Richmond, Virginia. Mm-hmm. It's right there in, at Richmond. Yeah, it's a pretty busy area. I mean, it's it's pretty populated. It's right up there with Raleigh, maybe a little bigger. Um, it's yeah, and they've got a five-mile circle all the way around where they say it could have come from anywhere within there. Five miles? That's what they said. I'm going to have to... Anyway... I mean, I guess that's like circumference-wise, five miles, you know, oh, okay. all the way around a five-mile yeah. area that they have to cover. Can you imagine them trying to comb through that and everybody's going to be, I mean, nobody's going to want to admit it. Right. You know, that, Even the people that have, did shoot guns that day, they're probably convinced it wasn't their bullet. Right. And police have had several leads over the years and have done ballistics testing with several firearms. They just haven't been able to match it up. And they say that they've questioned hundreds of people in the case, but they still need the right person to talk. They need someone to feel that tug from their conscience. Because most likely the shooter was not alone when he or she was firing the gun. I mean, that makes yeah. sense to me that they didn't just go out of their house by themselves and just start shooting. It's pretty rare. I mean, it does happen, but it, like the guy that people that shoot out here, they usually have a couple of people with them in there. Um, well, it's, I would think especially if you're shooting on 4th of July. Yes, it's normally very crowded everywhere, which is why I'm going to be right here. Uh-huh. That's why we do our thing right here. Of course, it could happen right here. Yeah. And I can't even imagine you're walking along with your child. Everybody's happy. Everybody's talking. You're walking in a crowd of people. And the next thing you know, was, was your, it your it, child just falls over. Was it at their house? No, they were. Walking at, where? They were going to Sunday Park. They were at Sunday Park in Midlothian going so to like see a, the fireworks. Right. Like where everybody was. Right. They were walking in a parking lot. Yeah, I mean, in my experience, though, I will say this. I don't know. It might be different in different areas. But most of the people shooting usually was on private property. I never was really... 
you well, know. that's what I'm saying. They probably were on private property oh, when they shot. Came. The bullet, that's the, the distance, thing. right. Okay. Right. The bullet is not going to stop at your property line. Well, no, I was just wondering if it was like a different, you know, if people were loose or with it. Right, yeah. And then that populated of an area, it could definitely be real close. Well, Brendan's parents know that the person didn't intend to shoot their child. Finding out who did it will not bring Brendan back, but they just want to know really that this person feels remorse. They want the person to come forward so that they can have that closure. They try to keep Brendan's face out there. They do interviews and and things. They hope that that will cause someone to come forward just seeing his little face. Yeah, because if that don't do it, nothing will probably. Because people, you know, if they knew, and that's the thing, it all goes back to being safe with the weapon. And we know the intent probably isn't there, but yet you still have the death. So um, ultimately, for it all to get right, the person has to be held responsible. And uh, that just goes to that we need to have a broad understanding of the danger of the weapons. It's um, people are quick to jump on the trying to take my gun argument, but I've never had a problem with anybody having guns. But you know, it's, you got to be responsible for what ends up happening with it, and you know, having a child like that lose their life. I mean, that's a heavy heavy thing to bear during my research i found 12 incidences of people in the u.s being struck by celebratory gunfire 10 of those 12 people died a 10 year old girl died in january of the same year that brendan was shot it was new year's day she had walked outside to watch fireworks and a bullet from an AK-47 struck her in the head. An AK, huh? Mm-hmm. Damn. They believe someone was shooting into the air, and they haven't ever found out who fired that bullet either. The shooter's still unknown. The most recent one that I found was in July of 2017, when 13-year-old Noah Inman was struck while outside, he was in it from Indiana. I don't even know what kind of bullet that was. I can't find anything to say that, but the police are pretty sure it was somebody probably shooting in celebration. Man, just go crazy and don't fire the gun. Just don't. There's plenty of ways to celebrate. That's right. I guess that's why this is important to think about, especially seems to happen a lot on New Year's Eve and Fourth of July, because that's the time when most people would be trying to set off loud noises in celebration. Yeah. And and I'm going to throw another something out there that that may, may strike a nerve and help with the situation, but. I know these people that do this aren't meaning to, but think about maybe how it might scare your dog to death. I mean, you know what I mean? It's like, even if you think you're free and clear out there, um, 
the animals get petrified, you know. They don't know what in the world's going on. So maybe that'll Maybe people care more about dogs than they yeah, do about kids. I know, it's unfortunately, sad. it may be so, yeah. but you know, I th- I think the main thing is just to remember: if you fire a weapon, you need to have an intended target right. for that bullet. So don't fire it unless you have a target, because it may find a target. Very well said. Now, I grew up with, you know, knowing about people shooting on New Year's Eve and Fourth of July. I've never done that, but I never thought a thing about it until I was older. I don't remember my dad doing that. Um, Maybe he did, but I kind of think he he taught me that if I shot a gun, I needed to be shooting at a target, I didn't need to just fire willy-nilly off into something because the bullet didn't have a name on it. And what people need to understand is even if a bullet is fired in the air, it must come down. It just doesn't go into infinity. That's right. And why take the chance that your bullet fired in celebration might kill someone? You know, I always wonder why people just wouldn't put blanks in if they were popping off. I mean, it still gives somebody a heart attack, but... And bullets uh, are expensive, so I yeah, can't believe people would just... I don't know, man. ...go out shooting like that. It just is... It is very irresponsible. I think they're all hopped up on the glory side of, you know, having having a gun and that kind of power and not being responsible and thinking the whole thing through. That's, right. I that's do what, think that most gun owners are responsible. Oh, people. yeah. Yeah, no, definitely. I really do. No, no, it's not a slam on gun owners. This is saying more the people for that those are doing people this that are just are, not thinking about right, it. Right. The ones that are doing this obviously have not learned uh, the proper safety. So it's, you know, definitely important. One year after Brendan's death, Virginia lawmakers passed Brendan's law, making it illegal to fire a gunshot into the air. If a shot fired into the air injures someone, the shooter could face felony charges. Well, that's a start in the right direction. Because, I mean, a felony is a pretty heavy penalty. But uh, I don't know what the answer is. I mean, it sounds like some common sense that's lacking. Which a lot of people will say that's a big problem all the way around. It's not very common. And I don't want this to turn into a gun debate. It's not about that. It is about a child who's dead and just being responsible. That's right. If you're listening, do not fire a weapon today on 4th of July in celebration. It is not worth it. And please share this message so that maybe another child will not die such a senseless death. Brendan Mackey's case is still open. If you have any information, any at all, that may lead to the successful resolution of this case, please call Crime Solvers at 804-748-0660. There is a reward. Yep. This is an important one. So spread the word. Talk about it. Uh, Maybe somebody will be ready to unload. And be safe this holiday. 
And please join us um, at our website, a southern sleuth podcast.com, where you can discuss this case. You can also discuss it on our Facebook page, a southern sleuth Facebook group. Um, we're on Instagram now, we're on Twitter, and we look forward to interacting with people. Please subscribe to our podcast. Please rate us wherever you listen to podcasts. And please share with a friend. A Southern Sleuth is a production of Cream Dream Studios. All episodes researched and written by me. All music written and performed by Michael. That's me.